we don't want you to get stuck. We just want to get in contact with that feeling so you can recognize and then you realize you're not the only one. And a lot of times certain things, when you talk about it, you feel good about it. Like I use an illustration. One day I was teaching a class, The New Life. I was sharing with the class an issue from the book. And I went back to a time when my father rejected me. And I kept it real. I said, don't you know, I didn't even recognize that pain was still there. I said, look in my eyes, there's water. I'm saying this before class to bring my point across. And it blew people away. And that pain was still there. But it was buried so deep. I didn't recognize it until I talked about it. Because people hit you with questions we learned from a book. And I was actually, you know, I, I forgot which book we was in. I think it was book four. And we were just speaking about resentment. Because they got all kinds of titles to help you from your hurt, hang-ups, and your past. You understand? And we don't teach you that ain't going to be hurt from the hang-up. We teach you how to uh, deal with them more. But the main thing, we teach you how to leave your past behind. Like, you can't change your birthday. It's done. You know what I'm saying? Just like your past. And you got actually some people, they stuck on the hurt. Like, we got a gentleman here. He's seen his parents get killed. He's still stuck on that. We are aware of it, and we show him love and compassion, but he goes through those moments. You know, you have people dealing with a lot of issues, but a lot of people overcome them once when they encounter that that issue or those issues that have encountered, you know, still holding them back. And that's what these different, you know, small group settings is, and it's part of the New Life program. Seniors to seniors, whether a senior in college or senior in your mature years, the common denominators of every stage of life is explored as host Robert J. LaCosta interviews seniors about how they got to where they are and how they are continuing to crush it in their mature years. LaCosta is known as the senior editor because he has interviewed seniors for the past three decades and is perhaps the longest running writer in this narrowest of niches. This podcast affords him the opportunity to pass along the same sagely wisdom that he has received from elders and has admired during his 30s. 40s, 50s, and now. LaCosta is a board-certified hearing instrument specialist who has helped over 10,000 seniors overcome hearing impairments. He draws deeply from the intimacy and privilege of those relationships. And now, it's time for The Age Sage. And welcome back to part two of the two-part series with guest Kevin Anderson of The Rescue Mission. On this episode, the senior editor wraps up his conversation with Kevin Anderson, and this time teaching us how to embrace our age with gratitude. Right here on The Age Sage. Exactly. If you if you had to say uh, again, you know, here you here we are talking as a senior to senior. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to say like if you could divide that book into three sections, you know, what would the first thing be? What would the second thing be? What would the third thing be? Just just a, okay. Just before, theory. before, after, and now. You yeah. know, because you know my my long range goal that people be um my my um lady my friend my woman. Um, I always tease her with this. I say, the only thing I want is a dog house and a barbecue grill. She get mad when I say not a wife. Of course she included in that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
You know, I said, I don't want that much. You know what I'm saying? I said, it ain't got to be a big house. It could be just two bedrooms, you know, or three bedrooms. My little grands can come and visit and I can barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you're close enough to your daughter. And yeah. you're going to tell us about a daughter. But first of all, let's do. Let's go back on that before, after, and now. So before would be kind of like your testimony. So that would draw people. To, they're going to see the good, the bad, and the ugly of Most your past. Happy. And then you're going to see after. Mm-hmm. After you, the process. After, yep, the process after the victim thing is out the window and I'm going to make some changes. Oh, my God, I am changing. Oh, my God, another door opened. Oh, my God, things are not the same as they were back then. No, it's and not. Then, and then now. And, yes. and what would the now be, would you guess? The now is like, you know, um, I want to get married. I mm-hmm. want to, um, you know, continue on. I have a woman that she's involved with helping people as well. We good combination together. We both strive and she take care of mother and in fact, she in school now. You know, and I just we both just just like helping people. We can't help you. We can encourage you. Now you're double teaming the enemy. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. double teaming Satan. <laughs> hey, one thing I learned about him, I just leave him with to God. I try yeah. not to like get into <laughs> that spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, that's you and that's, no, but that's Kevin, I, I think uh, marriage, marriage. When you do when uh, marriage uh, in and building the kingdom of God, you know, when Christ sent out them two by two. I, you know that's that's almost like a picture of marriage. But seriously, here we are. You're you're touching on something deep. You're mm-hmm. 60 years old, mm-hmm. and you're talking about marriage. Yes. Now, if that is not a second chance, God, I don't know what is. God didn't keep me um young minded for nothing. He, he you know he didn't he definitely didn't do this for nothing. You understand? God had a plan. You know, way before I was born. So, I so your middle it. so your middle name is Redemption. My middle name is another <laughs> <Grace>. chance. <laughs> Second chance. Second but seriously, chance. you're talking to a lot of seniors right now. Mm-hmm. Listen, they might, a senior listening right now, or even a young person, or in a pre-retiree, could be saying, I, I didn't have Kevin's background. But if they're 60, they got your age. Most definitely. They got my age. Yes. And I say keep it going. Don't let your number, you know, like I even had to go back into the gym light. You know, because I used to do it a lot. But don't ever let your age, you know, dictate your future. Mm-hmm. Because God left us here for a reason. Because as you know, many of I'm known, they didn't even make it to see 50, 40. You know, you hear that even to this day, every day. So I embrace my age with gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, I embrace my age with giving God thanks and praise. Because he still got me here because the job is not done. And it don't have to be, it could be on any level, you know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be something like, just something small, just being kind to the next person. Because I try to practice that as well, you know, if they can't receive it, even in my travels. Hello, how you doing? You know, like, I try to practice what I envision the world to be like. It's kind of weird, yeah. you know, we're thinking, that, oh my gosh. Hold the door can, for can ladies you, can, you get be- can you get better at being kind? Yeah. Yes, you, you can, can do it. You, you can because you get so tired that you could... Break down and not do it, but you keep doing it. That's like getting better. <laughs> you know what blew a lady's mind? And this is even, you know, um, up here, it blew a mind. Lady like, wow, you need to teach these young guys this. You know, I'm still into holding doors. You mm. could be a stranger for the lady, especially your, the lady you're, you're going out Man, with. Now, now you're talking some dangerous <laughs> stuff, Yo, Kevin. I still no, do nobody it. wants to do that no, anymore. No, you got to do that old stuff. We got to sometimes go back to the old ways. Guess what? I even go, even though this is a rough one for me, 
I even go to the mall and shopping with him, and I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I make sure I carry my earphones. I ain't gonna. <laughs> well, listen, I that. I, that's a that's I, that's what you call a sacrifice of praise. And I ain't go front. A lot of times, I had them little earphones in. Listen yeah. to my music. Like, go yeah, ahead, but dear. you're still there. Yeah, you're I'm still there. there. Listen, my spiritual father, who was in his uh, probably 80s or 70s when he told me this story, so he was not a young man, mm-hmm. and he said. Uh, his wife wanted to go to the library. I didn't want to go to the library. And he was a brilliant man. It wasn't like he, he didn't like books. But he said, uh, I, don't, I, don't want to go. I don't want to go to the library. And then the Lord spoke to him and said, you go to the library and you enjoy it. Yeah, you guys do the simple things again. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when he added that little yeah. sheepish smile and you enjoy it. Yeah, you got to do the simple uh, stuff. I knew, I knew that was God when he said, I enjoy it. He didn't say, go. Go to be, walk be, for the park, martyr. all yeah. that stuff. I like that stuff. Go to walk now. She don't like because it it's cold. I like that good stuff. Now listen, we're talking about being a senior. Now you you've seen you've seen redemption. You've seen grace, and hopefully that is what is speaking to people right now. But let's get into the specific. Mm-hmm. Tell them about your daughter. Oh, my daughter. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yes. so you're not you're not 29 anymore. You're not 39. You're a 60 year old man. Yes, and you got. A big smile on your face. Yeah, right I speak on my daughter because, you know, God is an awesome God for one, right? I speak on my daughter because I help other people's kids. Because my daughter, I lost contact with her. Wasn't, I was in her life through incarceration. And God, you know, these scriptures came to my mind. Like, God restored the years to caucus. You know, you lost. And God, you know, and I never forgot the prayer I said to God, you know, because I had lost contact. And I was up here in Albany, and it happened when I was in Albany, um, like around about seven, eight years ago. It blew me away. I said, um, Lord, I know I may, I may not see my daughter again. I said, but one thing I do know, you, Lord, can make it where we run into each other. Because numerous times I went to New York in search of her, and then one time in Bible staff study. And, and you, you went there a few times, and you didn't find not, You know, I was really, you know— Suffering from the guilt of not being there for did, her. What did, what did that What did that feel like? It felt you, so. It felt like so. You, you, you were so close to New York City, but you can't find her. And then not only that, God felt the sorrow in my heart. I knew that when I prayed because it was such a, you know, and I sincere with it, you know. And I say, Lord, only you can make it happen. Yeah. So at Bible study, you know, he don't know about this prayer. We had the staff Bible study here at the mission because we you know, have a Bible study. And he said, who gave up on the prayer? I raised my hands and I told him the situation about my daughter. He said, don't give up on that prayer because, the, you know, God can make it happen. This is a Monday Bible study and staff thing, right? Friday, I just wake up out of nowhere. A lot of people don't understand spiritual stuff, so I can speak spiritual now, right? God told me to go to New York. Gave me instructions, go around the where she was raised at. So I, I, I caught the 8 o'clock bus out of here. I ain't planning on doing that the night before Thursday. I, I said, I caught the 8 o'clock bus, go, got to New York, always get the New York hot dogs. I took my time getting to Harlem and showing up. As soon as I finally get there, God time is perfect. My daughter usually take the train. This day she took the bus. I sat on Lenox Avenue because Harlem looked way better than it used to be when I was coming up. Sat down there, and I couldn't believe it. I saw my daughter. Before I saw her walking across the street, catching the bus, I said, "I'm a shocker. I couldn't believe it." So you imagine how my mind feeling. Are you on? A, are you on a bench or something? Where Where are you when you see her? I'm on. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on the um, bench. 
across the street at a dairy place because they got a lot of little nice new stuff up there. They redid Harlem I, real I good. Know, I know. Right? Harlem, they did an Harlem, awesome job. Harlem's coming back. Yes, they did an awesome job. So I'm sitting there at the little dairy place on their little bench, and I spotted it. I didn't sit there no more than five to ten minutes, and I saw it. So I said, I'm surprised. So I get to go on the bus, and I caused my— you, 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 you got up? I got up across the street. I had to watch the traffic because I was in shock. And the and the bus could have taken off without you. Yes, I ran. I had to speed up in the little line. You know how it works. Oh man! Since so you get on the bus, I said, "Toya," she said, "Dad." I said, "You don't have no idea. This is a God thing." And we hugged, and I was so excited. We I should, well, tell me. I I can just imagine your heart. Yes. After that deep sorrow, you, yo, you go there, you go I there, came, you go there, you go there, and you can't find her. Now yo, you got her. You, you but what? I, tell me about her heart when oh, she hugs you. What do you? What she, do you? She misses her father. She needed that as well as I needed it. And you know, the daughters usually a lot of times tighter their father them, but especially when you've been in and out of life. And I wanted her to know I was in New York. I told her where I was living at now, what I'm doing. You know, and I had just, you know, I was a staff then. You know. I just started working. I was volunteering first. But. All right, I got to cut you off. But now I interrupted you about her heart because I wanted to. I wanted to see her hug you. Tell me about what you were feeling when you hugged her. It felt so awesome. And only thing I can do is give God praise. You know, like the Samaritan woman had that encounter with Christ at the well, and she went and told everybody, "I just met." That's how I was when I got back here. You just I tell everybody. everybody. I had people but share you, my testimony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I have other people. Other make sure, hey, make sure that's in the book. Almost definitely. And now, listen, when you're when you're hugging, are you on the bus? Oh man, yes, everybody understood. Yo, I just like I couldn't. Then I went through a guilt thing, though, you know, because so everything I ain't gonna front. I went through a guilt thing because I was. Hold in on there. a second. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Someday when you do your book, I hope somebody does a movie and they capture that moment on the bus. Yo. I, I, and and everybody around you. In in a movie, claps. Yo, and, and, and you know what? It'll be encouraging. Oh, that's somebody else. They talking. And a matter of fact, I just did a testimony. I should have told you. <laughs> I did a testimonial. is on YouTube at the church I'm a member of, um, Union Missionary um, Baptist, right around here in Morton. I forgot I did a night, oh, you know, a testimony. I expected the pastor came to me, asked me to do a testimony, and it's, and then tell you more details more than here when I'm talking about my life. And it's called I Am a Witness. Okay. And it's on YouTube. And, and, and you know, and it's like... It tells my story. You know, I try to be partial. Listen, let, let's interrupt here. I am a witness by Kevin Anderson on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you, Google that. Union Missionary Baptist Church. Union Missionary Baptist Church. You got to Google that because uh, Kevin's saying he's going to go into even more details on that testimony. Most definitely. But but uh, getting, getting back to your daughter, you see her and you're going through this guilt thing. What, what's the oh, guilt the thing? Oh, the guilt thing is because I know, you know, um, you know, lost time. Grand, yeah, I, I lost time. And don't ever try to catch up with time you lost. Try and enjoy the moment. I'm telling you, I went through that moment, you know, where I felt so guilty. On, you could lose the moment. Yes. And, and yeah, and, I, and you know, my daughter, God, full of so much wisdom. She said, Dad, I don't care about back then because I had to, I was honest with her about everything. You know what I'm saying? That's the way to be. And she, and she just melt my heart when she said, "I don't care about back, you know, back then. At least you in my life now." We're going ahead. She encouraged me, you know, and then you know I got two grands, and it's like it's like life, you know. Like I showing you a picture, 
this was a new experience for me. Like uh, a fiance called me to ask her hand in marriage. I'm like, these are all the different things that came my way. I was, Describe that picture you showed me. Where where was it? In Paris. And, he first, and what's, what's in the background? Oh, the um, towels. I, I, oh, I was like. And, and the ring. In the ring. Oh, and, my God. If that's not an Instagram you know picture, how, I never saw one. And you know how hard it was for me not to tell my daughter, but I wanted to keep his secret. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, guy, the guy, your, your future son-in-law, says, I, I want her hand in marriage. And he says, but you got to keep your mouth tight for two months how the heck did you do no, that <laughs> I, I did it for, uh, i did it i actually did it because i didn't want to blow his thing and i knew she loved him and okay. and i just say good blessings cover your way i couldn't tell it oh yeah i just say good blessings kevin, kevin that's a that's a beautiful mm-hmm. be- beautiful thing seriously mm-hmm. for, and and it's it's a testimony to the young man because a lot of young people out there and we're, we're hoping a lot of young people listen to our podcast so they can learn from seasoned people well, the season definitely. the season we're in is what the young people need to hear but you know what um we're, we're in an era unfortunately with, with with the social media and everything where youth culture is kind of not just encouraged but the youth are running things i know and, and, and that's and, what and I do it's too. understandable because they understand technology better than our yeah. generation but Sometimes wisdom and technology uh, aren't kissing. I deal with youth now, right, on a regular basis because um, a lot of more youth come through these doors than it normally used to be. Why and is that? It's because they misbehave Drugs? at home. Drugs, some cases, mental illness, their parents can't handle them. And I have parents actually bring their kids here because they know me from church or whatever. And to get to talk with them. Because yeah. once in the, you know, like I went to the boys and um, girls club to talk. If I can get your ear, mm-hmm. you, I don't care what walk of life you're from. You're a youth, you're a gangbanger. If I can get your ear and your attention, you will change. I'm not saying I'm God, but I know because I have experienced it over and over and over. And the best thing in the world when you see them doing the right things. And they come to share it with me. Yeah, and I like you don't know how good that made me feel. They be looking at, and I continue to encourage. Yeah. I, you know, just as I said earlier in our conversation, oh, you know, like, God ain't done with me yet. He ain't got me feeling good at sixty four. Just to go on the rest of my days, just doing me. My goals is to help the others that's lost their way. And you're gonna be, Lord, given give give Kevin many many years because. Oh my gosh, Kevin, um, you're a gentle giant. I've heard that uh, expression, especially sports. You know, mm-hmm. people uh, told me that. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a guard. You're <laughs> you're more of a power forward or center. You know, but I'm the guard. I'm yeah. the short guy. Uh, but um, a gentle giant in, in the kingdom of God is somebody who could have a beautiful voice like you do. You, Thank you. you. You've got a very impressive voice. It's not just impressive. It could be intimidating. Yeah, I go through that as well, and I had to watch it, you know, like yep. with some people because you'd be amazed as how yes. I don't want to remind nobody of the abusive parent or it's because you had some cases come through like that. Yeah. So I, a deep I learned voice, that. A deep voice could represent authority. I yeah, it, And it helps me in a lot of ways in that area with the real tough, yep. tough guys because, believe me, I have all kinds of encounters with Drop, yeah, I dropped that voice. Hey, yeah. listen, don't give me any. It's, it's, couple, <laughs> yo, it's, it's a couple. No, no, it's a couple of times. I, 
I have people laugh more, right? It's a couple of times I say, this voice is better. How you doing? You know, I said, is that better for you? You know, <laughs> I'd switch up on him. You're right, I Kevin. keep it good. Go, do you, a little falsetto for us now. Yes. Yeah, so, hey, how you doing there, little hey, one? Yeah, hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? I try to, you know, I try to switch up on what's it. What's going on? Yes. And, and, and they, a lot of them, you know, I try to keep a sense of humor. Yeah, you, you do. Know? And, yeah, you I'm do. Not, and I try to help people to let them know it ain't bad as but, you But seems. listen, you're, you're 60-year-old gentle giant. You, you're not just a gentle. You're, you're a big guy. Like I say, you look more like the middle linebacker than the outside linebacker. Somebody walks in here, and, and people can't see it, what we're talking about, but someone walks in off the street and they come down a narrow hallway, and at the end of that narrow hallway is the front desk. And often Kenny's there. You yeah. guys are a good team. Yeah. You know, you know, we all like, got our roles and yeah, part. Yeah, man. And he's there, and he's hanging. He's holding down the fort. I've seen him do. You That's know, a he, rough job, though. It'll and be, he's got a multitask. I yeah. see. I see what he's doing. Yes. And then you're standing right next there, and someone comes in and gives a little lip. Yeah. And and then Kevin, yeah, that, the middle linebacker, comes there, drops his voice, but behind your appearance. Is the soft heart of Jesus Christ, and when they see that, they watch. You understand, like like I was telling you about. Um, a lot of times, people come and give me reports or different people because they see me. Like, and they like told he's me, doing this, she's doing that. Whatever. Yes, and when they told me that girl OD, believe it. You know, I, I don't be personal because I know it's like life happens, but it kind of bothered me because she's an intelligent woman. She's just caught up in the drugs. So I, what I do every time I encounter her, I just show her love. Yeah, and tell her she can come out of it. Uh, she had a little experience with her, uh, of my past, and I leave her be. But I show, you know, I get a hat, scarf. You know, she ain't the only one. It's just a particular one because she blew me away how educated she was. And she had a close call. Exactly. And when I found out, yes, she got caught up with some fentanyl. You know how these, you know, some of these dealers is out here. All of it's bad, but you know, I ain't the judge. God is. The point is, you know, my job is just to help. And then, and once when they came back to me, they knew how I was concerned because they see me. I go all, you know, I got access to clothing and stuff like that. It felt good to see she was alive. You know what I'm saying? And listen, um, you, you do have a lot of compassion, Kevin. Tell us a little bit about the other side of the coin when you got to be ha- have the tough love. Yes, don't forget. I just, I, sometimes that King David thing got to kick up in me, you know, because you got to because there's a wrong impression out there with the church. You know, they believe that you know we all. T- too timid. We try to be like Christ, but we also, you know, God have people watching over the ministry. We call in New York they call it watchmen's. And if push come to shove, we have to do what we have to do. We had God's encounter. We encounter God's weapons, all kinds of stuff. You know, even guns. You know, and glory be to God. You know, He always help us through. But we got to get physical. If need be, we got the police also have our back because we've been good friends. You know. Trying yeah. to keep a good report because our only goal is just to give people a helping hand and yeah. let them know even though you lost your way, with the help of God, you could find your way. In wrapping up here, Kevin, we are talking to a senior crowd, I hope, you mm-hmm. know, that are listening, but we're also talking to young people. Young people listen to podcasts more than old people do. So, yeah. Well, listen, Kevin, as a senior, I'd like to ask you one last question, and that would be if someone. Even in an advanced age, they could be 60, they could be 62, 72, 82. It could be estrangement from a child. It could be a problem that they've had all their life. It could be 
feeling like they wasted their life or not maybe wasted their entire life, but they've made some mistakes, they have some regrets. What would you say to a, a person that maybe is has some remorse and is it too late? Never. When I tell them, I'm glad you made that statement. When I tell people from all walks of life, right? You even got people here that used to teach law, you know, in the 80s and then talk to them a lot. But when I tell people these lines right here, God ain't finished with you yet because you're still here. It's for a reason. And also, I never, I forgot to mention, last but not least, we also have Celebrate Recovery going on here at the Capital City Rescue Mission. Um, we have step studies to deal with issues of the past that have helped me as well. We go, you know, we go um, to step one, step two, step three, but it's a slow process. But it gets into those things that could hinder you in your future. Can you uh, can you go ahead by looking back, like investigating kind of? Like- yes, we do do that, but we don't want you to get stuck. We just want to get in contact with that feeling so you can recognize. And then in the group settings, you realize, um. You're not the only one. And a lot of times certain things, when you talk about it, you 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 know, you feel good about it. Like I use an illustration. One day I was teaching a class, the new life, of, you know, because we do CR. In fact, I got to do it this Friday. We rotate all the CR leaders. I'm CR leader as well. Celebrate recovery. Now, I was talking, of, I was sharing with the class, uh, it's, you know, an issue, you know, because from the book. And I went back to a time when my father rejected me. Mm. And don't you know, and I shared, and I kept it real. I said, don't you know, I ain't even recognized that pain was still there. I said, look at my eyes, it's warden. I'm saying this before class to bring my point across. And it helped more people than, and it blew people away. And that pain was still there. Mm-hmm. But it was buried so deep. I didn't recognize it until I talked about it. And when was this? This is like, <laughs> um, matter of fact, the beginning of this year when I was doing, I was teaching the CR class. And we just, you know, because people hit you with questions. We learn from book. We got book one, book two, the journey, you know, go all the way to eight. The journey continues. And and I was actually, you know, I, I forgot which book we was in. I think it was book four. And we were just speaking about um, resentment because they got all kinds of titles, you know, to, you know from hurt, to help you from your hurts, hangups, and your past. You understand? And we don't teach it. It ain't going to be hurt. It ain't gonna, we teach you how to um, deal with it more. But the main thing, we teach you how to leave your past behind. Like, you can't change your birthday. It's done. You know what I'm saying? Just like your past. It's, it, it's, it's tough to not get stuck. Yes. And you got actually some people, they stuck on the hurt. Like, we got a gentleman here. He's seen his parents get killed. He's still stuck on that. But he's, you know, he's like... You know, we aware of it and we show him love and compassion, but he goes through those moments. And, you know, you have people dealing with a lot of issues, but a lot of people overcome them once they encounter that that issue or those issues have encountered, you know, still holding them back. And that's what these different, you know, small group settings is. And it's part of the New Life Program requirement as well, you know, CR, Celebrate Recovery. We have it here, you know, throughout the week. And Friday is our main day. We all come together as a corporate group. Have you actually seen people where you, you see them actually come to Christ? You actually see, like, and you see, like, some sort of change. I've seen that so many times I can never tell you the count. You know, the excitement. I call it the honeymoon that, season. Doesn't it remind you of, like, Jesus walking around, mm-hmm. the woman at the well, yes. uh, you know, of uh, the uh, centurion, the, the uh, just, just a multitude. I'm just picturing how many thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of individual 
encounters Jesus had that are not recorded in the Bible. The book would be too big to carry. Yeah. I That's mean, what the Bible tells you, yeah. too. But, um, yes, I encounter, I encounter that. When they encounter Jesus. No, they encounter. They, it's called, I call it the honeymoon season. You got to watch him because then the process. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I try to catch him, you know, teach him about the process. You know, because they'd be like, they want to do it. I was there. I know from experience, you know, the process. You feel you can oh, save the world, but you still got to go through a certain process to be prepared for different things. And that's a lifetime thing. That's the word said. Paul, I remember say sanctification is a lifetime. You know, process. here we are talking about. I told you it was the last question. I'm I, I'm not a liar. I just uh, misjudged uh, how intrigued I am with your life. Um, we're, we're talking. Say, say you did. Say the Lord gave you another thirty years. You mm-hmm. know, sixty to ninety. Um, I wonder how many more uh, just in, encounters you, you could have, and how foolish it would be. If all you did was look back, because he, he might know, be, like, you know, he like, might be giving you another thirty years of opportunities. You know, and, then, and looking back, you get stumble. Just like when we drive it, and I watch it, and it always come back to me. You know how you just went looking in the rearview mirror, yeah. sees anybody. You stay looking at rearview mirror, don't pay attention to what's ahead. Ooh, you ain't got to worry about the past no more <laughs> or the future. Yeah, life is not in the rearview mirror. No, but the rearview mirror can help you gauge where you are. It can give you strength to fuse you to. Uh, yeah, if somebody's coming to, up, coming up on your tail. That could be like your father wound that you just mm, talked about. All of a sudden, it's on you. Okay, that's that's good that you saw it. Mm-hmm. You saw it, but you got to. And, and keep yes, driving. You got to keep it pushing. And I realized the pains of my past was part of my future. Yeah. You know, to help people. So I no longer, you know, hold them hurts and hang ups is because I had to learn. It was just destined for me to go through. Yeah. You understand? Just, you know, you could look at Bible stories. Joseph, before yeah. he became the second in charge of Egypt, he had to go through some things. King David, yep. before he became king, he had to go through a process in the wilderness experience. Moses and the list go on and on. Who am I different than them? I may don't be, I don't make, you're not. I'm only human. I had to go through some things to get it. Cause if God didn't have a plan for this life and I ain't saying, um, I'm just keeping it on the me on the eye, I'll be gone. Cause I live the reckless suicidal lifestyle. You understand now? God spared me. He didn't spare me because I was a good guy. He spared me because he made me a part of his plan to help the other guys. Mm. You know, comfort ye with the comfort you've been experienced. Well, uh, Kevin Anderson, everybody. <laughs> That's all the saints in uh, heaven clapping because they see you uh, charging ahead. Kevin, it's you know the last uh, I think I think we said it's been about five years since um, my chaplaincy here at the mission, and um, you've been here now uh, ten ten years. Wow, really and, eleven, but working ten. Yeah, and, and that's uh, a miracle too. <laughs> you know, um, coming 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 from. Uh, the background that you've had, you are uniquely qualified for, you know, someone saying, but you don't understand what I've been through. And you can say, if they give me their ear and attention, I can help. Yeah. And a lot of guys watch because you got a lot of guys here. You tell they got church background. Yeah. They can't believe their parents put them out. 
you know what I'm saying? And they like, they watch me, you know, and then they hear me and then they be like, you know, and. But they can never really accuse you of not understanding. No, they can't. You know, that's you, all BS. You still <laughs> if you're still breathing. Yeah. God, give me an opportunity. You got to change. You got a shot. Wow, that's a great way to end the age sage. We're talking with Kevin Anderson, who is um, just uh, a a precious uh, man, gentle giant, I'll call you. Yes, I heard that so many times. People could get the wrong impression because of my size. Well, at some point. uh, In my voice. At some point. God, God's going to use that voice too in a, in a, in another way. Yeah. He, he uses it now. When they see I'm all right, God, they be like, "Oh, you really all right?" Oh, I thought this. Yeah. They always tell me that. I like, "Great, yeah. the first, or last." Well, listen, I hope if if you're not understanding how God can change, I hope you are intimidated by this guy's voice. But if you're not, if you understand, I bet you you're seeing right through that beautiful voice into the heart of Kevin Anderson. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on The Age Sage. And thank you for tuning in right here on The Age Sage with the senior editor and your host, Robert J. LaCosta. For more episodes, go to any major podcast platform and be sure to tune in again for more encouragement and wisdom right here on The Age Sage.